dudes. Welcome to How Do We Human, the podcast where we talk about all the weird and uncomfortable micro moments in life. And what are your hosts, Chris Bennett? <laughs> what are your hosts, Evan Cox? <laughs> and today, you know, we're talking in those hip California accents. Oh. <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> because we're talking all about celebrity encounters. Gotta have them. You gotta have them. <laughs> you haven't had a celebrity encounter? You simply oh, you must. You simply must. <laughs> uh, but first, hmm? Evan? Who? Which one? Uh, Evan Cox? Present. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, uh, well, I don't think that picked up on the microphone, but and I'm going to be the billionth person to complain about it, but... Goddamn, people have been lighting off fireworks for the past four months straight outside my window. <laughs> and I'm real fucking sick of it. Uh, but because of that, there goes another one. Goddamn. Those seem loud. Can, are they being picked up? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. are. So that's what it's like in here all the time. And it's, again, it's fucking, we're recording this at 4 p.m. It's daylight. Who shoots fireworks, fireworks off at the daylight? who's doing this to me uh but because of that my dog's been just all terrified for the past few months uh and the fourth is coming up again we record these in advance i know the fourth already happened don't get you know time's a construct but am i listening to a podcast and going back in time no we recorded this (laughs) before the fourth and you're listening to it after the fourth um (laughs) Boy, I sure hope everyone's still with us. Oof. Uh, especially because this story really has nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so I dropped uh, dropped the dog off at her mama's place because there are significantly less fireworks going off there. Uh, so she can be kind of chill. And I'm like, oh, man, now I'm really alone. I always talk about, like, I live alone, but I have a dog. And now it's like, yeah, that dog does a lot of legwork <laughs> in terms of keeping me, keeping me entertained and not f- completely losing my mind in quarantine. For uh, legwork. Yeah, but I did get a, a tree, so... Oh! I, yeah, I'll repot that and, you know, see if I don't kill it. And maybe that'll make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> It's a money tree. It's supposed to bring me good wealth. Oh, that's that is uh, a great investment. Yeah, I didn't know there were actual trees called money trees, but they're very cool looking. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. okay. I, you know, you said you had a story that essentially has nowhere to go. Oh yeah, I have a story that's going to feel like a repeat from <laughs> I don't know two episodes ago. <laughs> great, but. My dad texted me the other day and was like, oh, what are you up to? And I was like, oh, it's my day off. Um, I, I had a, an extra day off this last week. Ooh. Uh, and so. Lucky yeah, boy. Big deal. Uh, so I, to- I told him that and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should, maybe I should call him today. And then my mom was like, you know, you're... Yeah, you're at home. We're at home. Well, it would be nice to talk to you. <laughs> so, like a, a a minute after I get that 
text of like, hey, you know, call us. Yeah. I call them. <laughs> I call my dad first. He doesn't answer. I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're both in my, my parents are in the same room. So maybe my dad's phone is in a different room. I'll call my mom. Yeah. She literally <laughs> just texted me. From her phone, I have to assume. From You would have to assume. Yeah. I call her. No answer. <laughs> what? What is this? If you want me to call you, you have to answer. That's a part of the deal. <laughs> that's a part of the deal. Uh, that's my story. Even though I, uh, because yes, that has happened to you before <laughs> on this yes. podcast, and knowing the beats of it, I still find it very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they sound fun. <laughs> Did you ever get a hold of them? Uh, yes. Oh, good. I eventually, I got a hold of them. All right, that's a nice happy ending. Yeah. Um, should we talk about Hollywood? Yes, some glitz, glitz and uh, glamour. And, uh, yes, might I add glamour? Glamour. <laughs> Glamour. I'd like to talk about glitz and glamour. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it's way, and it, well, especially so. Yeah, living in the general Hollywood area, uh, we live in different parts of Hollywood, different cities, <laughs> technically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, both with Hollywood in the title. And yes. you, yeah, occasionally you'll you'll stumble across <laughs> a wild famous person, or at the old uh, Los Angeles X <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. airport. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Yeah, the um, Los Angeles X. The Los Angeles X. I don't know why. Yeah, the X is international. I've never understood why that gets shortened into an X. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't understand that either. What's, what's what are they up to? You know, who are they trying to I impress? I think it used to be like a big hub for uh, importing and exporting oh. laxatives to the Los Angeles area. Gotcha. And so that's why, it, you know, they just called it lax. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, LAX, Los Angeles uh international sure but in stopping uh dis- distributing laxatives you would think that then because it was called lax once it stopped it would technically be an x lax so it should be called x lax yeah. it should be called because X-lax. it has nothing to do with laxatives <laughs> yeah uh and i think that's why a lot of like the uh curbside pickup yeah. and, and drop off and stuff i think that's why a lot of it's backed up that makes sense <laughs> um i want to i wanted to start this conversation right there exactly is <laughs> <laughs> exactly where i wanted us to go uh, <laughs> i wanted to to start cuz we weirdly enough uh couple of my really just one 
one and a half of my bigger stories I have for today were actually from when I lived in Seattle. Uh, and we're going to get into uh, things such as, you know, uh, meets, greets, <laughs> and, and, and all the above. Everything in between. <laughs> Everything in between. But before we dive, I feel like I'm about, before we dive into it, Chris, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> Let's hear that story one more time. <laughs> no, I want to address... Uh, the nature of the ki- almost humble bragginess nature of this, which is why I've kind of been hesitant to tell some of these stories, because I worked in radio for a very long time. I still kind of do. And in that, I've worked with a lot of celebrities. And when I, those first few years that I was doing that, I found myself, even though I hated it, <laughs> I hated the idea of being that person. I would just tell everybody I knew. (laughs) And I realized, like, I suck. Everyone hates this. (laughs) No one cares about these stories. And I'm a douchebag. (laughs) And so I completely stopped cold (laughs) sharing any information about people I'd worked with. And so this is... I'm I'm coming back to share it because I've got just a few... Uh, silly stories that really highlight the anxieties I have around uh, prepping yourself to talk to someone you admire. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's definitely a part of it is because I fully understand and empathize with the you don't want to be the guy that's like guess who i saw today oh <laughs> uh, kanye west oh yeah i i went on the kardashian ranch and saw their 14 <laughs> horses you wouldn't believe it i just uh, happened to be walking by <laughs> <laughs> and who do i spot <laughs> uh but i do think that there is um like like that's the way the story usually goes it's like oh well guess who i saw oh how exciting but really there's like such a an anxiety that is actually present in those stories that just never gets addressed yeah yeah for real (laughs) because yeah and that's why this is the perfect uh, public format <laughs> for us to talk about those things because that's not what you want to that's not why you tell those stories to your friends to be like guess who I saw at the airport and like had a panic attack <laughs> and <laughs> said something really stupid <laughs> uh, but that's what we're, we're here for um, <laughs> I've uh, I've had a, a a few just like general rogue sightings uh since like we were still talking about like just living in la you do you come across people every now and then um but nothing too crazy in terms of just like that like oh shit that's one of the kardashians or kanye uh, you know just it's just people having dinner <laughs> i just walk past people having dinner a lot uh what about in your neck of the woods uh i definitely have uh, come across a lot 
in my jobs out here. So whether working at Ikea or working at my a, a top secret job mm, here that I essential. am not allowed to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will uh, do my best to talk about some vague, to talk about it vaguely in this episode because that is where I've encountered a lot of celebrities. You work on the Kardashian um, ranch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They live on a ranch. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Uh, I don't think they live on a ranch. I think they live in a mansion and then somebody tends to their horses until they call and say, I want to take my kids to the horses. We're we're having a little celebrity sighting right now. Who's this? (laughs) That was my, uh, your Kanye West. (laughs) As Kim Kardashian. I'm not good with impressions. A lot of my impressions are of other people doing the impression. <laughs> SNL impressions. <laughs> yeah. I get that. <laughs> um, but I, I have had... I've never... I've, I don't think I've ever... Uh, oh, no, except for one time. Uh, I don't think I've ever like seen a celebrity at like a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, the one exception being... Um, uh, two of my friends were visiting from out of town and we were getting brunch uh, at this place in uh, Sherman Oaks and uh, Josh Dumel oh. uh, walked in um, and I think he uh, he did stay and eat there. I thought he was just going to get takeout and leave, but I think he stayed and ate there because they sat him uh, at a table that was like behind me or behind me and diagonally yeah because i was like i (laughs) I leaned we saw him in the like lobby or the waiting area i guess uh for this restaurant and then i thought he left and then while we're eating i'm like why are all these women staring at me at this (laughs) restaurant and my friend was like because right behind you is josh (laughs) dumel Josh! Josh, you caught me again. <laughs> uh, but it was like, because my friend and I, uh, we recognized him like the second he walked yeah. in. Uh, and you could tell uh, a lot of celebrities can tell when you recognize them. Uh, For sure. Because it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, especially when they're like out in public. You know, oh. trying to not be recognized. They can see when you do it. Oh, yeah. Um, and he just kind of gave us this look that's like, yes, I am who you think I am. Please do not do anything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only other time I've seen that exact reaction um, was at my current job. Uh, and I saw uh, uh, Lauren Lapkus. Oh. And who is not, uh, you know, at the same level of recognizability, I think, uh, as uh, Josh Dumel. Yeah, um, take that, Lauren Lapkus. Yeah, take, take you, that. Take you down. Uh, <laughs> especially because this was bo- like a, a year or two before The Wrong Missy right. came out. And I think that's going to get her more recognition. Sure. <laughs> Deservedly so. Hey. Uh, but she, uh, Lauren Lapkus, absolutely, like, clocked me and was like, oh, this dude 
is one of the few people who will recognize me and please do not say anything. Uh, I think people can visually clock Comedy Bang Bang fans. <laughs> actually... Oh, you mean me, a slender white man with facial hair? <laughs> yeah, I had that exact experience uh, seeing Scott Ackerman at the uh, JFK airport in New York. <laughs> oh, there like, oh. Hey, you you don't want me to come anywhere near you. <laughs> but I think there's a, 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 a clock this for something to learn. Learn that. <laughs> learn that look because in life you might you might find yourself in this situation and some people are very like they just love to meet people and they're like, "Yeah, I'd love to talk to anybody." Yeah, come on up, come talk to me. Most people don't <laughs> and there's a look and they'll clock you and it that look says don't <laughs> please <laughs> please don't talk to me <laughs> uh what are your uh restaurant sightings oh i saw steven merchant uh outside oh. of at uh, la poubelle outside of ucb franklin uh that's it <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly it's funny uh in prepping for this episode that I, I don't remember <laughs> any of the other restaurant sightings. Uh those didn't make my list. Uh, but my question for you is Yes. Given that look or not given that look, is it your instinct if it is someone, Lauren Lapkus is a great example. We love Lauren Lapkus. Would it be your instinct to go up and say like, "Hey, big fan," or are you just completely like, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm not going to ever do that." <laughs> uh, it would have to be somebody who I am an extreme fan of. I think for me to say anything, Bill Hader. I would say Bill Hader. Uh, probably Sam Rockwell and like Tom Hanks. I'd put those three in uh in a group uh, <laughs> that I'm sure is larger than that. But uh, those are the first three that spring to my mind. I would put them in a group where I would so desperately want to say something, yeah. but I can't in good conscience <laughs> say that I for sure would. It's I hard. do not I it's tough because also like as a writer yeah you're like oh if I get my scripts into the right hands right. then something could happen and I've written a lot of parts for Sam Rockwell and Bill Hader <laughs> yeah. so like this is this would be Those types uh, a smart career move in theory yeah but you also know that like people are doing that all the time yeah and there's no comfortable way for them to react to it. No. Um, and so I like to uh, kind of white knight myself a little <laughs> bit and really be like, I'm such a hero because I saw them and like, I ha they'll cherish the uh, knowledge that they'll never have that I <laughs> did not approach them. <laughs> And just admired from afar. Yeah. I... Um, the one time I thought, hey, I should say something. Yeah. Um, at my current job, I saw Bobby Moynihan. Ooh. 
And I was like, I, I like Bobby Moynihan. So I'm just going to say it, uh, something like, hey, like, big fan. Yeah. Like, I don't need a picture. I don't need to, like, like do anything more than that. I just want to communicate to you to, like, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and because my job does still, uh, it's not as customer service focused as Ikea was. Yeah. Um, but there's still a level of dealing with, uh, the customer. Somebody, uh, intercepted me, <laughs> uh, to complain about some nonsense. Uh, so I missed my opportunity to, uh, just say two words to <laughs> Bobby Moynihan. Hi, uh, hi, bye. Uh, hi, bye. Hi, bye. Uh, I, uh, what about I, you? Are you I, a, an approacher? I, but uh, what I was going to say is I was also uh, in that exact same situation once with Bobby Moynihan. With Bobby Moynihan? Yeah. Uh, former guest Gabe Fabricant and I, I invited you and you couldn't go. Uh, oh. There was a podcast taping and Bobby Moynihan was the guest. Uh, and we went to it and got in line to like buy a beer and <laughs> Bobby Moynihan just like usurped us <laughs> and ended up in front of the line and he bought a sandwich. And I was like, nah, I'm not, <laughs> not going to say anything. Um, I do have the instinct to say something, but I also have the experience of doing it <laughs> and it, it rarely feels as good as you want it to um i want to i've got to tell one quick story actually related to everything but very specifically related to like because we have the same attitude and outlook on this which is like hey i just want you guys to know I'm cool. I'm not, yes. you know, I'm not nerding out. I'm not, you know, oh, sign my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to bug you for a picture. I just want you to know I respect you and I like what you do. <laughs> so uh, I had gone, uh, and in general, uh, we we must talk, as I said up top, meets and greets. <laughs> yes. So this was a meet and greet. And uh, it was after, it was the first, this is going to be a comedy bang bang heavy <laughs> episode. <laughs> some people listening are going to go, I thought this was titled Celebrity Encounters. <laughs> bang. Gotcha there. Oh, <laughs> uh, you want me to talk about when I've met Tawny Newsom and Zeke Nicholson? Yes, <laughs> I can. I want to hear all about it. I love them. But uh... Uh, there is there is hardly any story there. <laughs> so this was the first uh, Comedy Bang Bang live tour uh, back when I was in Seattle, and I went and saw it uh, with my then girlfriend, and I uh, we we did the meet and greet afterwards. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask anyone to sign anything. I'm just gonna, you know, quickly go through person to person to person and be like, you know, love what you do. That was hilarious. Thanks. Good to meet you. Shake the hand. Just to have met these people. And it was uh, Scott Ackerman, Paul F. Tompkins, Lauren Lapkus, Mike Hanford, and... Um, Tim Baltz. Okay. Uh, and so you're going down the line, and I was like, 
I did the right. I, you know, I'm going to be, they're going to think I'm so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And then the second you get to the front of the line, you realize like, you know, it's not, it's not like you're given the entire table to run down and just like talk to right then you're in a line and one person's talking to the person on the left and then you're talking to the next person. One person's talking to the person on the right. So you can't just move quickly through this line. So it starts at Tim Baltz mm-hmm. that I'm like, hey, man, you know, just want to let you know, I think you're so funny. And like that the show was great. Like, really, thanks for Oh, thanks, man. And I'm like, he like went to grab something to sign it because the person behind me is then putting their stuff out to be signed. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not mine. I didn't I didn't I didn't bring anything for you to sign. And he's like, oh, OK. And so we just like talked for a while. But then it's there's the awkward silence of like fuck, the people in front of me are still getting shit signed. So now I I just ended up with, like, like the longest minute in the world (laughs) with each of these people, each of whom were very upset that I didn't have anything to sign and that they just had to stare at me. (laughs) And for the most part, everyone was very, very nice. I accidentally insulted Mike Hanford, and I don't think he liked oh. me very much. Uh, but it it would that's another hard note. If you go to a meet and greet, just get shit signed. So much easier. It gives them something to do. It gives them gives you guys something to talk about. You could have an awkward conversation, but you don't have to make eye contact. But a solid minute of just making eye contact with a stranger that you think is awesome sucks. <laughs> uh, first of all, what did you say to Mike Hanford? I it was I was trying to be complimentary because this was also right around the time uh, that the Birthday Boys sh- television show was canceled, and I loved that show so much. I think it's one of the best sketch shows ever, and I just told him like, oh, so. Like, I don't remember how I worded it, but basically it was just like, I'm so bummed your show got canceled. And it, it seemed to, like, really put him in a bad mood. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we, we like you could still come see us at a live show sometime. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't like me very much, but what can you do? Uh, you mentioned, like, hey, get stuff signed or bring stuff to be signed. Yeah. What is your feeling on celebrities and selfies ah i feel i don't think i've ever taken one um the idea makes me uncomfortable we talked about this in our vacations episode (laughs) it's the same as taking a picture in front of the washington monument (laughs) i'm not gonna take a selfie (laughs) i'm not gonna ask someone else to take a picture so I'm probably just not going to get a picture with the Washington <laughs> Monument <laughs> or a celebrity. <laughs> you? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that I would take a selfie unless it was uh, like me and another person and the celebrity. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I but I... It's tough because I hear some celebrities are like, ooh, like, please, please don't ask for a photo. Uh, Like, I know some people are like, oh, 
like, uh, uh, let's just ha- like I think Bill Hader has said this. Uh, oh, let's just have a conversation. Yeah. And then he's like, but people don't want that. They no. just they want the photo. Totally. <laughs> um, but I, uh, if I can't approach them to say like, "Hi, big fan," I sure as shit can't approach them to uh, say, "Hey, can I get a photo?" Ah, uh, people people do it all the time. I don't know how people are so confident. <laughs> yeah. I don't either. Uh-huh. I also, I, yeah, I mean, of all the people that I've written down the names of, uh, the few that I've talked to uh, and, like, had any sort of conversation with is because of uh, having to be a customer service, like, representative. Yeah. Uh, and the people that I've talked to, I'm not really fans of. Yeah. Um, have you ever, cause one person that I talked to very briefly, uh, when I worked at Ikea, uh, was Luis Guzman. Oh, really? Uh, who I like, yeah. but, uh, I mean, it, it's in that particular instance, because uh, you, I think you want to say something uh, to certain people that's like, oh, I loved you in, and then you say the thing that you yeah. loved them in. But, like, I also don't uh, want to be, like, I'm sure he gets, oh, I loved you in Boogie Nights. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he gets that. Uh, and he's great in Boogie he Nights. Is. But the thing that jumps to my mind of, like, that I know I can't say <laughs> It's like, oh, I loved you in that one episode of Community. Right? <laughs> like, I can't say that to him. But it's such a good appearance. <laughs> and on so the one funny. hand, like, it is something where, like, I think um, it would be nice to be recognized for something, uh, you know, off the beaten path yeah. a little bit. Uh, but at the same time, it, it's such a weird thing in my mind to be like oh that one episode of television that you yeah. did great that's the one i like <laughs> that's the one i like <laughs> you were not in it very much <laughs> but you were talked about a lot <laughs> yeah well like picture wise i don't know i've had this story for a very long time because this happened 10 years ago probably uh while i was working at old walgreens hey Hey. so i've most of my life now (laughs) i've worked with cameras and i take pictures of people mostly video but also a lot of pictures and even when i was working at walgreens i worked at the photo department and would take people's passport photos and I, I don't know, there's a weird psychological thing when, like, everything you do at work... Like, I, I was just talking to someone about this the other day, like, especially in radio, because there's no credits on any of our videos. There's zero way for anyone to know <laughs> anything I've done. And I've made <laughs> thousands, <laughs> thousands upon thousands of promotional and marketing videos and stuff like that. But I'm the guy behind the camera and the editing. So I'm j- I've just always kind of felt like this weird <laughs> content ghost. 
<laughs> which I'm fine with because I don't generally like being, I'm not an in front of the camera person generally. I like being behind the scenes, but every now and then it just kind of puts me in this weird headspace of like, am I real? <laughs> <laughs> so I say that to say this. Uh, I used to go, because uh, I could get passes through work, which I miss, I used to go to SIF. I think I've mentioned that on a previous episode. I hope I haven't told this story. Maybe I have. <laughs> Why else would I have talked about SIF? I don't know. Stop me if I've told this. Uh, so I used to go to the, the Seattle International Film Festival every year and just see whatever I could see. And every year they pick like two people to do kind of like a lifetime achievement award thing and they'll screen their new movies screen one of their screen like five of their older movies and on one of the nights where they're screening the new movie that person will be there for a long q a session it's really 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 cool uh and so that year william friedkin was being honored who's the director of the exorcist and the french connection uh, all sorts of good stuff and i'm a big fan of his work and I'm like, I'm going to this. And I went, and it was great. I had a great time. Uh, and there was a long Q&A, which I don't know if we want to get into Q&As. That might be a whole... Oh, yeah. Q&As might be its own episode. I don't know. They're such a shit <laughs> show, and I have so many opinions about them. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh, but long story short, not to spoil if we do do that as an episode, I don't like them. <laughs> Um, and so I never, even though I had a good question, but I'm like, I don't want to. I don't like this at all. <laughs> so uh, I watched, you know, I watched the Q&A uh, and then it ended. They're leaving uh, out the back door. I go out the front door with the rest of the theater goers. So it's like, all right. Now, the theater that that was at is the Egyptian Theater in Capitol Hill, which shares an alleyway with the Walgreens I work at. So I step out of that theater. I'm back at work. <laughs> so I'm walking up, and what's in the alleyway but a small crowd of people and a limousine. <laughs> uh, William Friedkin is being brought out to his limo to be driven away, and as you suggested... Many, many people throwing screenplays at him. <laughs> yes. Read my screenplay. Uh, and he's, he was just very, like, he was very kind about it and just like, sorry, I just, as a rule, I don't take people's screenplays. I'm sure it's great, but, you know, I got to get going. But he was like, you know, I'll, yeah, sure, I'll sign some stuff, blah, blah, blah. And there was this really aggressive guy with the screenplay. I I should say, I, I went into the crowd now because I, like, I just like being around this guy. <laughs> that's my that's my energy. <laughs> I just like being around you. It makes me happy. Uh, so I'm just in the mix standing there. And uh, there's always... Here's where I come in is I wait, which I think I do in general in life. But I wait, and I think if I'm patient, at some point, he'll just, like, make eye contact with me, and it'll be like, hey, man. You know, that was a great movie. Hey, hey. Come along. Or, yeah. Uh, I'm cool, like you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just standing there. This guy's hounding him about his screenplay and, like, aggressively. Like, he's accepted 
that he won't take the screenplay, but is now like digging into him with his elevator pitch and just being like, this is what the movie is. It's right up your alley. You would love it and you could direct it and it would be great. And he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, I don't uh, I don't really do that with fans, but, uh, you know, we could take a picture or something. I go, oh, great. And so, so they finish their conversation and then William Friedkin looks at me and I'm like, holy shit, it's happening. I'm going to get to tell him that I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he locks eyes with me and he hands me a camera <laughs> and he says, can you take this picture for us? <laughs> and I said, sure. And uh, they posed, and I took a picture, gave the camera back, and he said, thanks. Then got in his limo and left. (laughs) (laughs) And doing that right in the alleyway of the Walgreens, like, felt so much like taking a passport photo. (laughs) And keep in mind, I was going to film school at the time. So this was me at, like, this crosshairs of, like, I'm about to finish film school and feel like... Feel like that was a moment. (laughs) (laughs) and i ended up taking a passport photo instead i think i live at walgreens (laughs) Uh, a little dispiriting so maybe a bummer of a story but (laughs) that was my experience with william friedkin have you had any bad celebrity encounters like you've seen a celebrity and you're like wow i must have caught you on a bad day or you are just a bad person. Yes. Actually, in that same exact story, I omitted a person. <laughs> <laughs> and that person would be Emil Hirsch, <laughs> who was oh, one of the presenters to him. And he seemed like he just could not handle not being the center of attention because uh, he was the star of that movie. And he just was being a dick all night. And then, like, I don't know, a year or two later, he, like, choke-slammed a woman against a table. So he's just a general piece of shit. And fuck him. <laughs> he doesn't belong in my story. But that was def- that's the best <laughs> example of, like, yeah, no, I, you suck. <laughs> You're not a good person. I have some other, like, more work-related stories about people that I'm like, I despise those people, but I don't I don't need to be throwing that energy out there. Uh, but yeah, some people suck. Uh, <laughs> most people are nice, though, which is good. Uh, have you had a questionable run-in? Yeah, this is questionable for two <clears throat> reasons. One, the person's behavior. Two how much of a celebrity we can really consider them. Um, Sorry, takedown pod. (laughs) Hell yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, I think it's on MTV, um, but it's like, it's like Tosh.0, but not. Yes. I don't remember what it's called, Uh, like Ridiculous or something. Yeah, something like, Uh, it might, Ridiculousness. I think that's what it's called. That's what I, that's what I think it is. Rob Deerdeck? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, and so he hosts it, uh, and but then he's got like a panel of like two or three guests. Okay. Um, and one of the I didn't know who this person was when I had this encounter. 
and <clears throat> I would love to have gone my whole life without knowing that they make a bunch of money. But, um, one of her, the panelists is uh, this person, Chanel West Coast. I know the name. I can't place it as a person, but I'll see if I can. I know find they a photo exist. For you. Uh, her whole role on the show is to sit there and like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's her whole role. Gotcha. She came into IKEA, uh, and she was looking for, uh, like a laundry hamper, and so she saw one that was like uh, a wicker thing, and then you put like the bag inside, and then there's a wicker cover for it. Um. And up on the top of the shelf, there's just, like, a ton of displayed uh, wicker laundry baskets. Yeah. And then down below is where you purchase said uh, laundry basket. Okay. Up on the shelf, you see it with the bag inside. Right. Uh, the packaging, hey, you're going to have to open the packaging and put the bag inside yourself, okay? <laughs> Just like a normal human being. <laughs> and she uh, was like, can you get me one of those? And pointed to the display one. And I was like, no, we don't sell those. Yeah. Uh, for several reasons. <laughs> but we don't sell them. This is where you pick it up. She was like, but I want that one. <laughs> and then the, her like boyfriend or whoever she was with was like, she wants that one. Makes no difference to me. Uh oh, we don't sell those. Those have the bag inside. It's like this has the bag inside. <laughs> you just have to put it there. Yeah. You don't want this one that we've drilled into the shelf right. up here. <laughs> you don't want that. I want that one. And they they were very upset with me that I wouldn't give them a damaged product for display purposes. <laughs> I I think the right response to that would have been to take like so much time in the world getting a ladder, go back to the stock or bring a ladder out, <laughs> walk up there and then just like pull pull it off with even though it's bolted in and then just like tear the whole shelf down. <laughs> yeah. Destruction left and right and be like here you here go. You, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> And then you take off your IKEA shirt and leave and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. And it brings us right back to the yeah, the old customer service episode. Oof. Yes. People. Some people. I mean people who are not who have zero celebrity clout. <laughs> right. Treat people like shit. But uh yeah, no. Some, uh, some, but it's all, I mean, and uh, hey, <clears throat> I'm going to come out, and, I'm going to come out and say this, this is a crazy opinion. Whoa. Being a celebrity would be hard. <laughs> some people deal with it better than others. And yeah. that, uh, it's a really quick way to see a person's integrity because it's, yeah, you can be that person where it's like, great, I got this power. Now I'm going to be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> or I've got all this power. Oh, that's awkward. I'm going to keep being a nice person. <laughs> and maybe even be nicer 
Mm. Mm. A thought. A thought occurs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that leads me into my story that I've been holding from you for oh, a long goodness. time now. This was somewhere between <laughs> a good celebrity encounter and a bad celebrity encounter. Or rather, a wonderful encounter and a the worst <laughs> encounter of my life. <laughs> <laughs> because this in particular is someone like I really love. I really am a huge fan. And that's Jeff Garland. Uh... Big old Jeff Garland fan. You know him from Curb Your Enthusiasm fame or the Goldbergs uh, or any of his many stand-up specials. He's a lovely guy. Or as he would say, a big bowl of wonderful. Which is what he calls people that he's just meeting for the first time. Oh, aren't you a big bowl of wonderful? This is the kind of generally nice guy Jeff Garland is. (laughs) Set the table there. (laughs) Set the table with those big bowls. Set those big, bold tables. Uh, He uh, has took up uh, photography uh, for the past, like, I don't know, seven years, five five years, I think he said. Um, And has gotten pretty dang good at it. And takes a lot of photos at Largo and just around the sets he works on. And he does good work. And so he was doing a show of... He had a showing of his photography at the Leica store in West Hollywood. and Or Beverly Hills, whatever. It's all the same to me. <laughs> Places I don't go very often. But uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll check that out. That I'm not doing anything that day. And on that particular day, he had said on his Instagram, like, I'll be there. I'm going to be there this date and that date. And I'll just give an in-person tour of my photos and tell you guys some stuff behind it. I'm like, fuck yeah, that'll be awesome. So I go and there's like nobody in the store. The store is just completely empty. (laughs) And I'm sure this is me showing up like 10 minutes early. Like we do bare minimum. Yes. Uh, You must. Um, So I'm like, am I in the wrong spot? I feel weird. So I'm like walking around and kind of like, it's getting to the point where I'm like, I think I'm just gonna leave because, <laughs> like, I went upstairs and it's like, yeah, there's all his photos, but no one else is here. And then slowly people started trickling in, and then eventually Jeff Garland showed up. And so it was just Jeff Garland showing me and like 10 other people <laughs> around. And like, <laughs> I was gonna say, he was as close to me as I am to you. Now we're in different cities, but it's close to <laughs> my computers <laughs> is to me, which nobody can tell, including you. So nope. I'll say three feet away. <laughs> uh, and it was great. It was such a cool experience. And he's very clear about like, yeah, and after we're done, like, you know, if anybody wants to just, like, chat or has any questions for me, like, my ultimate dream, like, someone to go out of their way and say, like, yeah, if you want to talk to me, I'm going to literally just hang around for, like, an hour afterwards, and I'll talk to all of you guys. Like, whoever wants to talk to me, come talk to me. He's one of those people that likes to talk to people. And so the the first photo he shows is from a show at Largo, and it was a very specific show because it was Adam Sandler working out his uh, special, which went on Netflix, which I was there for, like, somewhat near the front. And I looked at the photo and I'm like, 
I'm blurry and out of focus, but I'm in this photo. I'm in this very, very nice photo of the back of Adam Sandler and my blurred out face. And that's awesome. And I'm going to tell him that I have an agenda. <laughs> I have a thing to talk about. Uh, so I was very excited about that. So through the whole thing, I'm just <laughs> just like a any old introverted nerd <laughs> just like rolling that conversation through my head <laughs> like you know an hour from now when we're done with this this is what i'm gonna say to him <laughs> it's gonna be great and so we get through the whole thing it's great his photos are great he's great he's funny and you know the more extroverted people immediately jump up to him and are just like oh my god i'm such a huge fan blah, 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 blah. and because he's not <laughs> you know, he's open to it. The conversations end up lasting a decent amount of time. So I'm like, all right, I liked all his photos. I'm going to go get a closer look. I'm just going to walk around the, the store and come back around later and try to get his attention. And I do that. And when I get back, it's like, okay, there's still like people talking and then kind of a line forms. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to stop walking around. I'm going to hang out here. So he's talking to just like two people. And then there's me. <clears throat> and, and again, so at this point, he's spoken to all everyone. <laughs> he's spoken to fucking everybody, including people that weren't there for the show. <laughs> Just showed up after the fact and talked to him. And this is how bad I am at asserting myself. <laughs> so I'm I'd be in the same situation. Slinking behind like, mm, look at me, <laughs> William Friedkin. <laughs> So, so uh, he finishes talking with those two people. From out of nowhere, a, a third person swipes in and starts a conversation with him. I'm like, God damn it. Okay. At this point, it's been easily 45 minutes since the show ended that I've just been lurking around, clearly right there waiting to talk to him. Uh, that last conversation is like a 10 minute conversation and I keep rolling my head like, should I just leave? This is so awkward and kind of embarrassing. <laughs> like, I don't like this feeling, but I'm like, no, I'm going to hold out because none of these people are saying anything and I have something to say <laughs> and he's going to like it and it's going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> and, uh, he Tells that guy like, all right, yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta go uh, take care of some stuff, and he just like leaves that person, makes eye contact with me, and I smile and I put my hand out for a handshake, and he keeps walking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck happened. Either he just didn't actually clock me like he his eyes just like went past me and in my mind it was like he looked right the fuck down the barrel of my eyes <laughs> or if he had just noticed me lurking was like i don't fucking like this guy <laughs> so he walks away and i'm like god damn it i waited all this time this is so fucking embarrassing because someone someone in this store noticed <laughs> and saw this happen to me. I know it. So I'm like, all right, I just slink away. He's just looking at his phone. And I realize, like, as I'm walking down the stairs, like, oh, he's just right in front of me. And so I'm also kind of thinking, like, eh, like, he's texting someone. Like, do I interrupt and just be like, hey, you know, real quick, just wanted to say, big fan, love the, love the photography. Hey, I'm in one of the photos. And I start walking a little bit closer to him. And someone else swoops in to talk to him. And you know what they say? 
I'm in that photo. Yep. <laughs> and they're in a different photo, but they're like front and center. Like they're practically the subject of the photo. And, and his response is like, oh my God, I can't believe it. What are the chances of that? That's so crazy. Oh my God, man. That's so cool. Well, thanks for pointing it out to me. <laughs> Just, well, I can't fucking say that now. Like, oh, I'm tiny and blurry in this photo. Back upstairs if you want to walk back up there with me. <laughs> so I just walked straight the fuck out the door and have still never said a word to Jeff Garland. Oh, that is that is very funny. Isn't that and awful? That's <laughs> like the fact that the curb your enthusiasm music didn't play <laughs> as you walked away <laughs> exactly that's what it felt like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> fuck it was awful and it's so much worse because he was so clearly like excited to talk to anybody <laughs> yeah i don't know what happened but uh, you got a 80% confidence in these situations. If, you, if you've got that feeling in the pit of your stomach, like, this is actually important to me, whether that's dumb or not, you got to just be assertive and just do it. Ugh. it sucks. I think that's true. I think that 80% confidence is, uh, as it often is, is very important yeah. here. But uh, even more so than other topics, I think the 20% of not confidence is also very important. Agreed. Because you don't want to uh, overstep your bounds yeah. or overstay <laughs> your uh, welcome <laughs> with <sure>. them. <laughs> and I'm sure many people have and do, which is why the Josh DeMills and the yeah. Lauren Lapkuses will give you that look of like, oh, please. Yeah. Oh, please do not. I think if you're getting into one of these conversations, your goal needs to be that you are the one to say, gotta go. <laughs> like, the, yes. what, what episode was you that? You needed the exit the, plan, the, for the, sure. The, like, handshake, like, hey, man, a bit in a big hurry. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, just go wanted back to, to tell uh, you that was great. To, to our conversation with Wes about ending conversations. Yes. <laughs> do the clap. Well, because if they I should probably get going. If they clap you out, <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> uh, and just to to end on a positive note, I did once. I was once assertive at one of those film festival things, and I got to meet someone who's not a celebrity to anybody else, but Don Coscarelli, who directed the Phantasm movies and Bubba Hotep and John Dies at the End. And I love him, and I was assertive. I went up there, I shook his hand, and we had the greatest conversation I could ever have hoped for. And it was awesome. So I guess that's that's the lesson. Do that. Just be a douche. Be a douche for like an eighth of a second and then be a very nice person who respects other people's time. <laughs> yeah, I did that. There have been because, uh, you know, that there's a like movie trivia show that I uh, enjoy on the YouTubes. Uh, if all of our uh, oh, yes. listeners could tweet at the movie trivia show uh, Schmodown <laughs> to uh, get me to be on it, that'd be great. Uh, but I saw some of them. Um, uh at work once and i was like you know what i like i gotta it wasn't even like the big like the people that run it it was like a couple crew members yeah. who i knew and i who i thought were funny and i was like you know what i'm 
they're they're at the uh, as much as I like them, they're at, I saw it as a low risk situation. Yeah, I you know I'm not gonna be watching a talk show and have some celebrity have Jeff Garland be like, oh, there's this guy at this gallery who's just <laughs> lurking in the shadows. This fucking like, guy. I, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go over and say like, hey, I enjoy your stuff, whatever. And so we talked very briefly, and then I had to like go back to work so i had the exit plan Fuck of yeah. like hey just wanted to come in and say like you guys are great uh they should put you on camera more and they were like yeah they should <laughs> if you see our boss come through here you tell him because he's here somewhere <laughs> uh and that was it so i there is a like letting them know hey you i like what you do keep doing it and I gotta go. Gotta get <laughs> out of like, here. That's what you gotta do, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think that's I think that covers what did we learn? Uh, unless yeah. Do you remember? I, we we marked those other things, uh, but I forgot uh, them. <laughs> but before, well, all we said was learn to recognize. Oh yes. the look that they give that you. They don't want anything and, uh, to do with you. If you're at a meet and greet, bring something for them to sign. Yeah. So there's something to do. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we move into plugs and uh all that fun stuff uh if you just want to name drop you don't have to do (laughs) the the story or anything but who would you say is the most famous celebrity you have seen uh in your life who's the most famous celebrity encounter you've had including work stuff Yes, I think it. I mean, it's. I think across the board, it would have to be Lady Gaga. That's kind of tough to. Oh yeah, that's tough a, to that's, top. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd pick her. She was interesting. Yeah, uh, I think it's. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, I mean, I want to say like, the one I was most excited about was maybe Josh Gad. Oh. Uh, but the most famous yeah. is a toss-up, I would say, between Octavia Spencer uh, and Lester Holt. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, if you thought this episode was awesome, you can listen to it on Spotify, Please Apple do. Podcasts, anywhere that you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah. You can rate, review, comment, subscribe, tell us uh, other episodes you want us to do. We'd love that. Uh, You can leave a review. uh, All sorts of good stuff you can do to help support this podcast. You can also follow it on Instagram at HowDoWeHuman. (laughs) We got that handle. (laughs) I started it too early. I'm off my game. we post stuff on there sometimes. It's true. So, uh, click that little heart button. Evan, mm-hmm. you know, we also have a lot of uh, side projects that we <laughs> tend to get ourselves mixed up in. That's true. Do you have uh, one that you would like to plug? I'm uh, I'm working on something kind of related. You know, we... You watch a lot of TV, you watch a lot of movies, you start to, like, you really like these people, especially now these celebrities. Hey, they're on social media. You could watch, like, Will Smith doing a little dance in his living room. I'm sure that's what he's posting. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's what he's doing. But uh, you start to go like, hey, these seem like nice people, and I might like to watch them with them. Hmm? Okay. You know what I'm talking about? So, uh, we're, we're in the early stages here, but that's the idea. Watch them with them. That's what it's called. Uh, and we... Let me pull out the list. <clears throat> so, we are planning, uh, in terms of, like, finding people who are willing to do this, like, go to your apartment and watch a movie of theirs with you. Uh, I'm planning on reaching out to people like Tom Hanks, Will Smith, uh, Helen Mirren, uh, Sanjaya from American Idol, or William Hung from American Idol. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Those are just some of the people I'm planning on reaching out to. Um, so if you'd like to watch any of their media with them on your couch, ready to talk about themselves with you, uh, watch them with them. You can follow us on at watch them with them. Under, you got that no, handle? No, I did not get that handle. At okay. watch them with them underscore mattress men dot com. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Instagram okay. handle. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll be keeping people okay. posted. We'll see. I'll reach out to all these. If they're into it, I don't know. I'm hoping I could keep this cheap. Uh, so, it, you know, any anybody can have Tom Hanks watching him, you know, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with them. But uh, I'll see what I could do. Okay, that's great. At watch uh, with I do wanna, underscore yeah. mattressman.com. Yes? <laughs> uh, I just want to say, uh, you know, you were talking about how, like, oh, how you see Will Smith do a little oh, dance sure. in his living room. I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, uh, Brie Larson, who uh, uh, over the last several days uh, since we were recording this was, like, really making a, some teases on the social oh. media. Of, like, I've got a big announcement. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling my family. Mm. Oh, this, all this stuff, mm. and somehow Twitter got it in their minds that she was going to uh, uh, come out as uh, a lesbian or as bisexual oh. or something. Uh, but instead, she came out and said, "I'm starting a YouTube channel," <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just that is just masterful. That is uh, so so big shout out to Brie Larson. That is very funny for, for that. So to say that you're talking to your family about it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. She seems like cool people. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got going on? Uh, well, you know, to get ahead in this world, it helps to have some good connections true it's not what you know it's who you know but sometimes mm. you don't know anybody good uh yeah. i am starting a business where i will be your fake uncle oh. who has connections to whatever industry you're trying to break into mm. entertainment mm. uh medicine uh, uh culinary i'm trying to break into anything. the oil industry yeah i can be your fake uncle who uh, you can use as leverage to get uh, an oil job. Okay. All right, all right. What, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, you put me on the resume, 
they call me, and I, it's just off to the races improv, baby. Okay. I'm trying to make you look good while also making it look like I have all of this power and connection that then leads them to think, oh, well, then this person must also be good. Got it. Are you using the same name for all of these resumes or different names? Uh, different names, Cause you different can't, photos I, I on can't LinkedIn. I can put on the resume Evan's uncle. <laughs> 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 so what, what's... Yeah, a, we, that was something that came up in, in our focus group. So we have started using names, different photos. I use different voices on the phone. What are you doing with the phone? It's photos? a lot of uh, impressions of SNL cast members <laughs> doing impressions. Okay, so if I'm trying to break into the the oil industry, a what's your name? I gotta tell them and give us a bit of that voice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, the name that I would use for the oil industry is Tex Richmond. Ooh, I feel better yeah. already. And uh, he sounds something like this. Whoa. You gotta hire Evan. He's gotta he's gonna be a great big oil boy. It's a little little Jimmy Durante. <laughs> yeah, it's a little Jimmy Durante is a little Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, that's the other side of it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, that's uh that's fantastic. And if people wanna take you up on this, how do they how do they find you? <laughs> www.fakeuncle.com Okay. 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 I think you know. Okay. 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 Bye.